You're listening to the Heart and Soul Podcast, where we celebrate vulnerability and shameless living. No topic is off limits when you're chatting with your besties. Let's own our worth and walk empowered towards truth together. What's up, y'all? Hello. Episode 10, right? Yeah, I know. I thought that when I was writing out the notes today, I was like, wait a second, 10? Double digits. Cray, cray. Cray, cray. That made me crazy. <laughs> we're in a mood today. Yeah, we're fired up, y'all. We're real fired up. Also, we just decided on this topic twenty minutes ago. Yeah, we had a we had a topic selected, and then um, Chelsea's passionate self <laughs> calls me this morning at eight a.m. and is like, "Oh, by the way, we switching topics because we need to talk about this." <laughs> Something I'm very fired up about. So um, today's episode is going to be um, lit, as the kids say. Yeah. L I T. <laughs> Speaking of lit, Chelsea's stomach just growled so hard. <laughs> it made like a yawning noise. It did. I don't know what that it was. Went, I don't know. I ate three um, peanut butter cups on my way over here. <laughs> Reese's? Yes. Breakfast. Balance. Uh, how, yeah. Not healthy, but it's, you know. It's true. Hashtag cravings. So yeah. Um, Anywho, ninety seconds down. (laughs) Let's get right into it Um, because I feel like this topic we can talk about a lot. But um, we're gonna go ahead and read a review of the week. We're gonna talk a little bit about The Bachelor because I know you you've all been wanting to hear our thoughts. Wanting to hear our thoughts, and it's it's over. It is over. Um, okay. Just begun. <laughs> Let's see. Um, I'm going to try to find your, it's your turn to read the review. Yes. So. A new one? It, yeah, let's do that one. Okay. Maybe. This one is from KMP1103. That is, um, really sneaky. I have no idea who you are. So whoever did that, <laughs> good job. Um, their subject is inspirational with two heart emojis and it says, this is my go-to podcast for a good lift, fun and funny and, and bonus. I've absolutely learned some stuff too. I can't read (laughs) and bonus. I've absolutely learned some stuff too. Y'all are doing awesome. Can't wait for the new episode every week. Spreading the good word too. XOXO. Thanks KMP 1103. (laughs) Love you girl. We are up to... 68 ratings. Whoa, y'all. We're um, going to get there. There? Okay. So we've been on the all five-star streak this whole time, and it looks like one person rated us one star, which, you know, it's fine. Rude. I'm going to just assume that that was an accident. Yeah, a total accident. <laughs> <laughs> because There's no way, right? One star? That's a little harsh. Like, at least give us two. We're trying. You know, maybe it was just an accidental tap of the finger and boom. Finger slip. I get it. Yeah. I've butt dialed a lot of people. <laughs> Accidentally called it people. Happens. It happens. Accidentally you know? broken up with people. My fingers just slipped. <laughs> you know, things happen. Okay, so um, bachelor first. And yeah, happies and crabbies. All yeah. right. Um, what What are your thoughts on? on well, we have like this little bachelorette. Um, well, we have a group text that we is called the Bachelorettes. Yes. Um, with our group with our group of friends, and for the last, I don't know how long has the show been on, like ten weeks. Since January. Yeah, since the first week of January. 
What? Okay. Well. So we've been watching it every week together, except, of course, the last two weeks. Yeah. We didn't watch it together. So it's just been like whenever people get to it, we've been group texting each other. Anyways, all that to say is last <laughs> night I was at a dinner um, and wasn't watching yet because we don't have cable, so I have to wait till the next day, which don't worry, I already watched it this morning. <laughs> <laughs> Um, anyways, and everyone's texting what's going on in the group, and I'm like... We were not telling what was going well, on. Well, not what was going on in the show, but everyone was like, oh my gosh, like, oh, yeah, you know, yeah. like texting OMG and like a bunch of emojis, yeah, and I was that like... Was me. that was me, I kept saying like, stop, don't <laughs> ruin it. But then I thought to myself like, I'm just going to wake up in the morning and know immediately right. what happened because of social media. Yeah. So that's what happened. I woke up this morning and saw that there... As I predicted, dating mm-hmm. and um, that Hannah B is Bachelorette, which I'm so excited about. But yeah, I guess yeah. my thoughts are there's a range of emotions. I think that Cassie and Colton are very pretty and cute together. I think that it makes sense, like logistically or realistically speaking, to date instead of yeah, get engaged. Like, that sure. totally makes sense. Like, you just met. Mm-hmm. However, it seems to me like she was just, like, wasn't that into him. No. And he was, like, super into her. And I think that maybe, just maybe, and I don't, I want to give them the benefit of the doubt, but there's a little doubt in my head that says, maybe she wants to be famous? Yeah. <laughs> no, totally. I don't know. Like, I, I don't get it. Like, everyone seems to have jumped on the Cassie bandwagon from the get-go, and I'm like, like, I'm not saying she's a bad person, but, like, they haven't shown anything to make me think that she's that great, because... Yeah. She well, just, she's, yeah, she's gorgeous, and... Yeah, of course. I feel like, in real life, we'd be friends. Yeah, but, like, on, on the show, like, I just didn't get everyone's obsession, because on the show, they didn't show that much of any her. of her personality. Same with Hannah G. I was like, they're beautiful, and I'm sure they're, like, awesome people, but they didn't get, yeah, like, they didn't any get the time. best edits. Yeah, and so why is everyone so, like, worked up about this? Especially because... Like, when it did come down to it, she didn't really seem like she was into him. And everyone's like, oh, yay. And then, I don't know, I was watching their Instagram stories earlier today, and I was like, ooh, this is just, like, really corny and, like, yeah, uh, making me uncomfortable because it doesn't look like she's really that into it. And they're going on these, like, press tours now, and it's like, yeah, now they're, like, going what to Jimmy Kimmel. Motives, girl, you know? I don't know. I hope for their sake it's... I hope they, I hope they end up together... I'm, like, obviously a little bit, you know, not optimistic about all Bachelor couples. Right. Because I've been hurt in the past, y'all. They break up. And <laughs> my feelings are involved. A lot of them break up. Which a lot of them is break like up. Which is, not a shocker. So, you know, whatever. Wish y'all the best. Uh, hope it works out. I am going to keep cringing on Instagram for a little bit. Yeah, but I'll follow you, so. Um, but I'm still going to keep it. <laughs> yeah, I'm still going to keep up with it for sure. Um. Hannah B being Hannah Bachelorette, B. though, is uh, – this has been a big topic amongst social media that people are not excited about. I am pumped. You and I, I both. I want Hannah B for Bachelorette forever. We were the only ones out of our friend group that wanted it. We, yeah. Me and you. I thought that from the get-go. I loved her. She's so funny. She's, like, relatable. She's quirky and, like, awkward. She's and so weird and normal. I like, know. I feel like her, like, the growl scene, for instance, yes. when, like, she was, like, 
you can call me Hannah Beast and yeah. then and then growls. Like <laughs> I would do something like that. Yes, and then would. they would edit it 100%. to make me look psychotic. Yeah. Which yeah. I am a little bit Cupid Psycho. But I think that she's just normal. Exactly. And they just like the edits made her look like a little bit crazy. But yeah. I, the whole time I was like, girl, I can hang with you. Like I follow her on Instagram and stuff and her stories are like super cool, really relatable. She just seems like a a good person. A good old girl. Um I totally lost my train of thought on what I was... Oh, everyone was saying how, like, she was so awkward and, like, cringeworthy last night. I didn't see that. I haven't seen her interview yet. Oh. Like, on stage. So you don't know what happens. Well, I know that she's Bachelorette. Is there more? Yeah. I only watched the Cassie and Colton part. Can I tell you what happens? Yeah, you can tell me. They brought her first five guys out. Oh. They've been doing that recently. So, like, she was totally caught off guard. Like, oh, shoot. I, like this is happening like literally right now like all of a sudden they made her stand up and they put up like this whole scene and brought these five dudes out was she, so she so was weird. like what the heck I mean I don't think she was that weird you could tell she was really nervous but like I, I would like I was telling you right before we started recording if she wasn't a little bit nervous if it'd she, be weird yeah. if she was completely confident just dating a ton of guys at the same time on live national television uh, yeah like I'd I'm be, sorry but I'd be so awkward I mean I'd be smooth don't the narcissism in some of them it's like Come on now. You know, yeah. I like that she's normal. So, anyway, yeah, so they brought out five guys. She met each of them, and then she got to give out one rose already. She got gave out a rose? Yeah, to one guy. She kind of joked about it, like, oh, I, I think I know who I would give the rose to. And then Chris was like, you can if you want. And so she did. Dang. Yeah. Um, which Making I was like, moves. Hey, there, there you go. So, anyway, so yeah. So, secure? I, I've been seeing so many mean, mean things from people that I know posting on social media like, oh, I'm not going to watch this season or like, you know, no one wants you. And I'm like, you're still going to watch you're it. You're going to watch Let's it. Be honest. You're going to do the bracket. Second you're gonna... of all, there's just, there's just no reason to be mean. I know. You know? I think she's going to kill it. Han- it. Alabama Hannah, we're here for you. Yes, we are pumped. Follow us. When does Listen to our podcast. <laughs> it's going to be like over the summer, right? Probably. I think it starts in May. Mm. That's when it usually starts, I think. So they're going to, like, do this, like, now. They're going to film it, like, oh. now. Yeah. She's, like, Shoot. going. No, wait. No, probably in the summer, because it's almost... Because it's March. I mean, unless they go, like, now. I guess, yeah, it would be pretty soon. Maybe end of May? Yeah. June? Um, where, whenever it is, I'm here for it. Yeah. Same. I'm excited. All right, well, that's not as long of a recap as I thought we were going to do. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I, I could have done a whole episode well. on The Bachelor. I thought we were going to go for about 30 minutes, but I guess, like... Like when it comes down to it, not that much happened. I know. They're just dating. Like, and it is what it is. We predicted it. It is what it is. Yeah. All right. All right. Happies and crappies? Mm. You know it. You know, you know, you it. know it. Oh, you know it. <laughs> okay. Do you know what yours are? No. <laughs> okay. I'll go first because I... Oh, I, yeah. I got some I know too. What mine are. Um, I'll start with crappies because I just want to. Um... I had a you week. Do you. I had a week. So started off um, last week, you know, Sunday. My crappy of last week was I locked my keys in my car. Um, and then we recorded that podcast Wednesday. And then later that day, Wednesday, I my car died. Oh, yeah. And so <laughs> I had to have Jordan come home from work and give me a jump so I could get around. And then the next morning, I got up to teach. I thought I was fine after that because, you know, sometimes you jump your, your car and the battery's fine. Well, got up to teach 5 a.m. yoga the following morning 
It's like mm-hmm. four thirty in the morning. Mm-hmm. I get in my car. It's dead. So I'm like, great. And I just took Jordan's car instead because I knew I'd be home before he even woke up. Right. I was um, driving behind you. Yes, you were. That was so crazy. Um, and then, you know, anyway, I had to just jump my car like several times before finally I was like, all right, I'm not gonna be able to make it around. Like I need to drive straight to the auto zone and get a new battery. So wasn't expecting to have to do that last week. That was kind of a bummer. Um, and then we just had like a crazy week last week. I taught a lot. I had some photo shoots and I just overdid it. I think on top of maybe, having a little bit of sickness going on yeah. that I, I didn't really know about. Um, and I lost my voice, like legit could not even she could get no. any volume out of my mouth. Um, and so Saturday was my birthday, which that'll be one of my happies. And um, I woke up that morning and legitimately could only whisper, and it was the <laughs> worst feeling ever. But we still had friends over that night, and Catherine came over. Yeah. And... I was, like, really pushing my limits, like, trying to hold conversations with people. And mm-hmm. I knew, like, oh, shoot, like, I probably shouldn't be doing this. We were playing catchphrase, and Catherine was getting, like, so into it and getting so loud. And I looked over at her, and I just go, I'm so jealous of your volume. Because <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't get anything out. I'm trying to, like, shout answers at people because I knew them, and I'm, like whispering in the background yeah. just trying to hope someone can mouth read me and like look my way so they know that I got there can you right. read my lips and if you've ever played games with me you know how psycho I can be <laughs> so I'm like the loudest human in the world so yeah as you can tell like I still kind of sound a little bit raspy but now it's like sexy it's like oh thanks I'm just a little raspy like I feel like Phoebe I'm I don't think that was that sexy but <laughs> you know you know yeah um so yeah that was my crappy my happy was our um, sweat and shop was so much fun. Yeah, it was amazing. Thank you guys so much for coming and for supporting. Um, we totally had the best time with Cardio Dance and your hit cardio was like it was so such legit. a blast. Um, so yeah, that is probably where like the tipping point was for me losing my voice, but like hashtag worth it. Mm. Um, and then my best friends came into town from Raleigh and we just had a really nice day for my birthday weekend and yeah I would say that was my happy yeah you had a good um birthday weekend good birthday weekend yeah and now look at you you're 28 27 27 I don't even know how old you are yeah I'm so old I just like assume that everyone's catching up to me Yeah, three um, more years till I catch up to you. Yeah. Then, you're, then you'll be 33. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. That's gross to think about. Um, anyways, um, I'm just going to We got to start that. planning that party now, just FYI. Yeah. Um, okay, well, my... Uh, I'll start with my crappy, too. My crappy is that my dog, Bear... You ate, know, you've talked about Bear, like, all, all like, four he weeks. He is my life. Yes. He is my life. I love it. But this crappy is real. He ate... <laughs> You know the rubber parts of hairbrushes? He uh, ate, he picked it out of the hairbrush. I don't know how. <laughs> I don't know how he got it. I don't know anything. And ate it. The whole rubber part. Chewed it up, ate it. Like and the back of the brush? You like mean? the part that brushes. The yeah. bristles. The, that rubber, the rubber bristles. Oh. That are like, you know how they like, uh, you can't see me right now, but I'm <laughs> using my hands. How they like fold into the brush part and then you can pop it out. Yeah. He popped it out and he ate it. Oh. 
Yeah, so um, Michael and I see this empty br- empty brussels brush, <laughs> hairbrush on the ground, and we're like, oh no, where's the, where are the, br- where are the bristles? Where are the bristles? Did I say brussels? <laughs> brussels sprouts. Is that a, wait, I'm confused now. Bris- is bristles? bristles. It's okay. bristles. Right? <laughs> is that a word? I don't know. We're going with it for now. So um. it was lacking bristles. And um, we're like, oh, crap, where is it? So we're like looking around the house, can't find it. And I'm like being really optimistic for the first time in my life because Michael's usually the optimistic one, but he was freaking out. Like he was so nervous that Bear had eaten it. And I was like, there's no way he could have eaten that. Like it's got to be somewhere in the house. He probably mm-hmm. was just playing with it and then hid it somewhere. Like going with that. Well, then about 30 minutes later, Bear vomits in the backyard, thank God, and Best there's luck. bristles in it. There's bristles in his vomit. <laughs> he vomited bristles. So we had to, like, call the vet Friday <laughs> night um, and be like, is our dog going to die or, like, can we, like, wait this out? Do we yeah. need to take him in? She was like, just wait it out. It seems – because he was acting completely normal. Well, then – Next morning, we take him out to poop before we go run our half marathon, and he pooped out the rest of the bristles. <laughs> they were all in his poop. I mean, y'all, the amount of bodily fluids I saw come out of my dog in a span of 12 hours with bristles in it, I never thought I'd say bristles this many times in three minutes, was ratchet. You know when you say a word too many times, and then you start to question if it's even a word? I do that with my name. I'll be like, Catherine. Yeah. Catherine? <laughs> Catherine? Catherine? That is the weirdest word. I know. I do the same thing. Why is it so funny? Catherine. <laughs> Ew. Like, what? Why? Yeah, anyway, the amount of times we're saying bristles now, I'm like, wait, is that even a word? Yeah. Anyways, it's probably not. <laughs> the Hold the emails, okay? <laughs> um, my, my happies were your birthday, obviously. Aww. That was really fun. And Sweat and Shop was legit. La Jatamat. And um, Michael and I ran a half marathon on Saturday. Yeah. So that was fun. We finished. We didn't die. We had fun while doing it. The weather was good while we were running. And then we just like literally crashed and watched TV all day and then went to your birthday party that night. So it was like a really good weekend. Nice. Yeah. That's my happies. Sounds I can run good. a mar- half marathon. Yeah. Good job. Thanks. Proud of you. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Okay. <clears throat> Shall we just roll right in? Let's get into it. Okay, so like we kind of talked about earlier, I feel very passionate about this topic, and so does Catherine. But like we said, um, I did not, we didn't plan on this being the topic today, but just after last week and us both just kind of having like off weeks of feeling good about ourselves, I felt like it was really necessary to bring this up and I feel like we've Mm -hmm. we've touched on this a little bit in past episodes but we could actually dedicate an entire season season like legitimate series on this topic so what we want to get across today is that fitness quote-unquote fitness is so much more than an aesthetic it's so much more than the way that you look um and Obviously, that's such a big stigma just in our um, culture and just, like, from the media constantly. Everywhere you look. Yeah. um, Our society tells us that if we are physically fit, we need to look a specific way and have a specific body fat percentage. And it's 
it's tough and yeah. it's draining for us women, especially um, to feel like we have to fit this mold in order to be, you know, beautiful. Mm -hmm. So as fitness professionals, we both like really strive to, to let our clients feel empowered to know that it's so much more than that and that they can measure their success in so many more ways than losing weight and taking body measurements. Like I do not own a scale. I don't even know Me what neither. I really weigh right now. Um, I used to do like things where like, oh, I'll measure my waistline and, and see if I make progress there. And now I'm just like, why would I ever do that? Or why would I ever like do that to my clients? Yeah, I think um, that, I mean, there's obviously, there's a difference between like setting goals for yourself and like really working hard to achieve them. And if like, I don't know, let's say you just had a baby and you mm -hmm. want to lose the baby weight. Right. Like, that makes sense. Obviously, yeah. do okay, that. 100%. Like, go for that goal. But um, when we put so much pressure on, or when we remove the true meaning behind uh, behind fitness and put it, um, like, create a different definition for it, I think that's when it starts to become an unhealthy habit. Right. And so we just kind <clears> of <throat> want to crush that today and tell you that we're coming from a place of, like, believing all these lies. Right. Before. We, in our, in our lives, we have believed every single lie we're about to address and still do. Yeah. Still battle it every day. So it's not like yeah. something we're like, oh, we're on the other side, just living right. the grand old healthy life. It's um, a, a daily battle for us. Mm -hmm. So, And I've, I think we've we've gotten to a point where it's we accept ourselves so much more and we want that for other women, but we still... Struggle. struggle like yeah. every now and then I'll see a picture of myself I'm like ew look yeah. how big my arm looks or look how curvy my thighs are or whatever but then I I am now able to like I have come to a place where I can bring myself back down from that yeah. whereas before I would have been like oh I should probably um I already know, go ordered, run five miles today. oh yeah ordered a juice cleanse like I'm like right, I'm right. already like exactly. detoxing now I've gotten to the point where I'm like okay these are the thoughts that I'm having why am I feeling this way mm -hmm. Let's go ahead and just nip that in the bud. Yeah. So, first of all, uh, just from like a scientific, educational standpoint, the first point that we want to get across is that by definition, like textbooks will tell you, um, fitness is made of five different components. And I'm going to list those out for you. So, one, muscular strength, mm -hmm. how heavy you're able to lift something. Um, two, muscular endurance. How kind of long your muscles are able to endure a specific weight or movement movement um, for you know x amount of reps or x amount of time. Um, you have cardiovascular stamina, which is pretty self-explanatory. How healthy your heart and lungs are. Um, you know how quickly you might get winded from going up a flight of stairs. Four is flexibility, which I think mobility can also be kind of within that, mm -hmm. which I'm surprised that hasn't really changed. Maybe it has changed in textbooks. Yeah. Um, and then five is body composition. And while it is, yes, it's important that you take care of your body and you don't have an excessive um, unhealthy body fat percentage, or maybe your body fat percentage is not high enough to give you efficient um, hormone balance and things like that, Notice how there's still four other things there that make up fitness. And so there's this there's this stigma that, you know, 
comp- body composition alone equals being fit. Like, you could look yeah. at someone on the street and say, oh, they're super fit, yet they never work out a day in their life because they're thin. Yeah. Um, and then on the contrary, what this is something I love about yoga, is that you could walk into a studio and you see all different shapes and sizes, and just because someone doesn't look like they're fit doesn't mean that they're not. Mm-hmm. And that's why I love going into a yoga studio, especially because you can go in there and there's so many different, like, bodies and then the super fit one over there might be um, stronger in their deadlifts. And you look over here and this person that doesn't look quite as fit is twisted up like a pretzel or they're holding a headstand. Right. Or, you know, and like that just visually brings such a good um, point across of like, oh, yeah. I remember, it's funny that you bring that up because this this came up this weekend too. I remember my first ever half marathon that I ran and I was like in the middle of an eating disorder during that time. And I had addressed it at this time. Like I, I was trying to start healing, but I was still like very much in it. And I remember going to a race um, to run this half marathon and I was by myself at the start because um, I was that crazy person that was like, let's just do a race by myself. Mm-hmm. And... Um, I, I was talking with this guy, I don't even know his name now, but he, you know, just like small talk. And he was like, you know what I love about running is no one looks the same. Mm-hmm. He was like, and, and, and then I took a glance around the room and I'll never forget this moment. And I thought there are so many different body types here, big, small, tall, short, wide, skinny, mm-hmm. petite, uh, big boned, you know, like all these different body types and all these different ages. And they're all doing the same race. Mm-hmm. We are all running a marathon mm-hmm. or a half marathon. And I thought about it this weekend too, when we were at the start of the races, um, I was talking with my husband and our friend Mac, who was running with us. And I was like, this is what I love about, ra- about running mm-hmm. and just ath- athletics in general. It's like, yep. you, there's not a certain way you need to look to be a good runner. Right. Everyone here looks different mm-hmm. and everyone is strong in their right. own way. Right. So, so that, that's what is so frustrating about, thinking like why if that's the case in so many different scenarios why is it that there's this stigma around looking a certain way and when why do you make your fitness routine about the way that you look because so many people do like I know for years I was always working out to lose weight Mm -hmm. yeah when I was you know graduating college I had definitely gained a lot of weight that I needed to lose just like to feel better as a whole and just because I actually wasn't living a healthy lifestyle. But then after that, I remember just every time I worked out, it was like to be in a calorie deficit and to look a certain way or to look more muscular or to get abs. And I like, you just have to realize that's so, um, not only unhealthy, but you just feel enslaved to your lifestyle. Yeah. And you do become a slave. Yeah. If, if that's your goal, you're never going to, it's never going to be enough. Mm-hmm. It's, you're always going to be striving to, to look better. And if you start focusing on, like Macy said in the episode that she came on, if you focus on the process rather than a product, it is so much more freeing and so much more sustainable and fulfilling and yeah. just a happier lifestyle that you can still Go out on the weekends with your friends and not stress about having a glass of wine or a piece of cake and not have to wake up the next morning and go run run it off it off or whatever. So, um, and this this idea, like this mindset, 
see this could already be a season I'm, we're only on question one but this mindset is something that I personally and I don't know if, if it's the same for you but I personally battle daily because like mm-hmm. yesterday for instance perfect example I did a workout um I did a group class and mm-hmm. after I had I I didn't feel like it was the hardest group class I'd ever taken and that always makes me feel like I need to do more yep um, but I left the group class and we wear heart rate monitors and I looked up and I hadn't even burned 300 calories. Mm-hmm. And I looked at my husband who was in the class with me and I was like, I should probably go on a run or something. Cause like, I didn't really burn enough. Mm-hmm. And he was like, why do you need to go on a run? Right. You just worked out. You just moved. Yeah. And I had to convince myself. So this is yesterday y'all. Mm-hmm. I had to come home, convince myself to take a shower and eat breakfast instead of going out for another run. Yeah. That's yesterday. It's a struggle. It's a struggle that it's constantly going to be some, and it's definitely something you can overcome. Mm-hmm. And it's but it's a daily overcoming process. It's not like right. you just wake up one day and you all of a sudden feel so good about yourself, and you don't you lose the mentality of like calories and mm-hmm. body image and all that. Like it's just daily. It takes time, and it it's it's really I. A mind shift, I think mm-hmm. it's the that's the biggest or the the best way that I can put it is that it's gonna yes, it's gonna be a daily struggle, but it's an it's a big picture shift that needs to happen internally. And I think as a whole, as a society, as a community, as um, just anyone, like especially as a woman, like mm-hmm. it's weird, it's so important that we are the change and we don't become part of that. Yeah, that, that we speak. Problem. We speak for what is true mm-hmm. instead of what um, lies are becoming truths for mm-hmm. women. You know. Yeah, and especially like you know now we're in March and it's a couple months into the new year and people probably had all these goals and it can be super discouraging. Maybe if you haven't lost X amount of pounds or if your measurements haven't changed much and there's all these things that are probably still coming up of cleanses and challenges and things like that of like who can lose the most weight or who can stick to this the longest or summer's just around the corner get that summer body yeah there's just constant pressure um wherever you turn and I think it's so important for us to make those tiny little shifts every single day Mm -hmm. um and so that's another thing that's a good segue into our next like bullet point here is what is your why for movement and exercise and a, and a healthy lifestyle. And I don't necessarily know what it is for you, but I think it's something that that's important. We need to remind ourselves of on those days where you come back from workout and look at your calories and you're like, Oh, I only burned X amount of calories or my, you know, output wasn't enough today. Coming back down to earth and being like, okay, but Mm-hmm. This is how I feel. This is what I'm going to get done today now. This is, um, you know, what I'm going to make time for. This is how I've improved my overall yeah, life. Yeah. So, I mean, I've had many different whys along my fitness life, <laughs> my fitness journey, yeah. as The Bachelor would say. Um, <laughs> but I, I mean, there's obviously biological reasons, like, um, scientifically speaking, working out does bring you energy. It raises your endorphins. It makes you happy. Mm-hmm. Um, and so for all of those reasons, I work, I exercise. It gives me a clear mind at the yeah. start of my day. It 
um, gives me energy for the rest of my day. It gives me um, strength to to accomplish things in my day. Um, mm-hmm. My why, though, is a lot deeper than just that. It's um, not only do I enjoy it. Like, I actually just really like fit. Mm-hmm. I actually really enjoy it. People are like, you're psycho. Why would you run a half marathon this weekend? Mm-hmm. I liked it. I had yeah. fun. Like, I love the cheering. I love the adrenaline. I love running. It's therapeutic for me. Um, but... My why goes beyond that is because it did help me heal. Like fitness helped me heal. And not the act of working out necessarily, but the community it brought into my life and the strength that it brought not only to my muscles but to my inner woman Mm -hmm. gave me a sense of um, this. It gave me this feeling of I can overcome. Mm -hmm. And so when I – that's my why. My why is that fitness – helps me overcome not just physical boundaries, but emotional and spiritual boundaries in my life. Um, And like get from point A to point B Mm -hmm. um, because it is such a mind game. It is such a, I have accomplished this workout and I tell my soul fitness girls this all the time. Like your body is so much stronger than you give it credit for. And so are you. Like, mm-hmm. your mind and your heart and your soul is so much stronger than you give it credit for. You can do so much more, beyond more than you could ever imagine or dream of. Yep. And so can your body. And so I think when your body is able to accomplish a workout or able to run a marathon or whatever, finish a boot camp, whatever, then your spirit and your mind is more in, empowered to accomplish things as well. So that's my why. It's like I love that. empower empowerment. Yeah. Like you can do anything. I totally agree. Yeah. I would say mine is very much in line with that and and just also like one, just how it makes me feel. I, I know that if I haven't moved enough, um, I just don't feel as good about myself. I know that uh, my health isn't gonna yeah. benefit from not moving. So that's just like a bit and, and just also having education that I do, like that being my like college degree and stuff, I feel like I could never go back to not working out because I know too much yeah. about like science and like what it can actually do and the benefits that it can have. I mean, exercise can reverse type two diabetes. Like it is powerful stuff. It is powerful. And if if more doctors would realize like how much exercise can can cure um, those you know insulin sensitivities and like high blood pressure and depression mm-hmm. um it, I feel like we'd be in a much better place I think we're getting there but um that's yeah that's a whole nother tangent I yeah. could go on but yeah that's a big why for me and then just like functional everyday stuff yeah um like for example I had an engagement shoot Friday night at, down at Fort Fisher I love going there for pictures and in order to get down to the beach on one side there's all these like really really big rocks that you have to climb um, in order to get down there, I guess like scale. I don't know. You're not really climbing because you're going down. <laughs> yeah, repel. But like I don't know. Did last no. night. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, anyway, and I re- and I turned to the couple I was working with, and I was like, "See, this is why I'm glad I do yoga because I didn't have to hold on. I was just like making my way down there, like climbing like a little yeah. monkey, and I was like strong, and I didn't feel off balance at all. And it was like, this is so cool that." I don't have to feel embarrassed about not, you know, yeah. struggling or falling or like, like I feel so strong and empowered right now because of my balance. 
Yeah. And just little things like that. Or I always feel that way in airports. Like when I'm in a con- trying to make a connecting flight and I have yeah. to run from yeah. one terminal to the next, I always think like, thank God I work out. If I yeah. didn't, I would have missed my flight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Something so like practical and normal as that. It's like, I, know. I wouldn't have made it. Like the other night at Sweat and Shop, I was helping Lauren bring some of the Missio stuff back downstairs. And she's like, oh no, that box is really heavy. You don't have to do that. And I was like... I lift weights, Lauren. I'm good. Like, yeah, like, I can do this. <laughs> this is what I do it for. This is what I do. Functionality. Yeah. So yeah, I I think that's my biggest my biggest why, and I just love that I'm able to um, like marry the two things that I do into each other with my photography and my fitness. Is like I can I can empower the people in my photos to feel good about themselves and like give them feed them that energy you know yeah. what I mean um so I think just think it's cool that I can I can be a part of someone's life and like positively impact them in more than one way yeah and you really do do that do 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 you do that because like because I know you, I think also because I know you I know what you stand for like whenever you're taking pictures of me I never feel like you're like judging, judging. my body mm-hmm you know, and, and it's sad that we think that way about some people. Yeah. But, or wonder what they're thinking about us. But I never think that you think n- any negative thoughts about your clients. You know, you're oh, just I don't. like, you're gorgeous. That you are. Yeah. I, but I, you know, at the same time, I, I also understand, like, as a woman myself, how self-conscious they might be about yeah. certain things. And so... I do kind of like to ask, you know, oh, do you have like a certain side that you prefer? Yeah, oh, yeah. Like, everyone's got a side. I know the different angles that are going to be a little bit more flattering than others, and I'm going to help you to get that. But for the most part, like I do genuinely see them as beautiful and want them to feel that. Right. And I feel like that comes out in in my work if I'm doing my job right. Exactly. So, yeah. Um, that is a lot of my why. I know that's kind of very like like mushy, like. Um, Feely. woo-woo stuff, but... Um, woo-woo. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why that made me laugh so hard. <laughs> woo-woo. You know what I mean. Um, but yeah, that that would be, be my why. So I know we kind of already talked about this a little bit, but another point that we wanted to make is that of why fitness is so much more than an aesthetic is if you think about it this way, my question to you, listeners... If, you, if this is something that you're struggling with, which I feel like most of us are, mm-hmm. what good is having the perfect body if everything else in your life is going to suffer? Like, would you rather look, quote unquote, perfect every day and have, you know, be miserable in your job, not see your friends, have relationship struggles, constantly be devoting your life to meal prepping and working out and being in calorie deficit? Or would you rather strive to just move and feel better about yourself and probably have a better body image and maybe get a little bit of, you know, weight loss or whatever comes with it and still be able to feel well-rounded in every other aspect of your life and experience your life. Constantly trying to be in a calorie deficit or, um, punish yourself for having a good weekend and eating French fries or, Looking a specific way in a picture on Instagram, like what good is that? Yeah, where it, it's it rips you or it strips you of so much joy that you can does. experience. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's another big point that we wanted to get across is like just think of it that way. Like 
I know it's easier said than done, but like look at your life yeah. and all the things that bring you joy and that are most important to you, your friendships, your job, your relationship, um, your family. Yeah. It's so important. Yeah, I remember the first, um, the summer that I moved here when I had like decided to like start healing from my eating disorder and get a fresh start from that perspective of like calorie deficit and just change my perspective on just my body in general. I went to Europe that summer with some friends and before I went to Europe, I remember thinking like, I'm really probably not going to get, I remember saying like, I'm probably not going to like drink alcohol. I'll probably exercise every day. I remember saying all these things being like, so I'm at the end of the day, I'm probably not going to have the same Europe experience that most people have. And then on the plane there, I remember being like, screw that. You're going to Europe, Mm -hmm. you know, like, Yes, have the bread, have the wine at dinner and breakfast and lunch yes. because it's Europe. Like you need to experience that journey, that journey, that adventure. Yes. And um and not let calories consume you and it truly changed the game. I mean, I had a wonderful trip because mm-hmm. I just decided like I would rather experience life than be enslaved to what I am or am not eating. You right. know. Right. Um, or how much I'm exercising, how many steps I made to mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. walk off that bread when right. that bread was really good. Yeah. And heck yeah. The olive oil was natural and I dipped it in it and it heck multiple yes. times. You oh, know, <laughs> I know I'm like, you're cheese <laughs> my bread. But anyways, it's so true. Like it just does rid you of so many experiences and if you put that pressure on yourself at all times to accomplish some sort of like unattainable goal it's just going Mm -hmm. to make you suffer it's still going to rid you of joy that you could possibly be experiencing in a moment and I think like just just to reiterate like we're not saying that you should just like live like you're dying and oh and just you know go no, all discipline out is and, like, good discipline is good we are we do work in the fitness industry we do encourage people to come to our classes and train with us and move and push themselves and to eat new healthy and, and eat healthy but that's just a majority of the time like there's there's moderation and there's balance um within all of that and that's really what we want to preach like if I have clients that come to like too many classes or I know that they've done too much I'm like okay well we're not gonna do that today or yeah. you should probably go take a yoga class instead because mm-hmm. you know like just because we're yeah. we're um, but we're saying this now, and we're trainers, we don't want you to think that we don't we don't actually care about those those things. Oh yeah, we care we about do, health. But everything needs to be within reason and within balance, and and we're just passionate about breaking that pattern and that stigma of why people work out in the first place. Mm-hmm. I think that's that's huge, and that's why we're talking about this today and could go on and on about it so yeah and just coming from someone who lived in a calorie deficit for like three plus years Mm -hmm. and I'm talking like negative calorie deficit it's not worth it no and you might be in it right now and if you are I hope that you find the strength and vulnerability to talk to someone about it um and it's okay that you're in it like it's okay that you're not okay but just know you're not alone and like you don't have to go through that torture alone like you can bring it to light and the only way darkness is going to be overcome is if we bring it into the light mm-hmm. and so just know from my experience it is not worth it 
not worth it. Amen. It's not worth it. I could go, I mean, I could cry. It's not worth it. <laughs> yeah. So on that note, another thing I wanted to bring up is like, how can we together, like individually, how can we change the way that we see ourselves? And then how can we as a whole, as a community, as a, as a heart and soul community, as a Wilmington community, as a, as a country, as a society, change the way that we see ourselves and see fitness? Mm-hmm. Um, for me, I think, one, it's, it's the self-talk. It is the mind shift. As a trainer, it's how I speak light into my clients um and I don't say things like you know let's burn off the wine from this weekend or Mm -hmm. um let's like get those abs like I you will never hear me saying anything like that um I will continue to spread this message on the podcast on our Instagram on within my classes within my photography clients um that is my this is your mission, but I feel like I am one person, and we all need to band together. Yeah, like come together on this, and I, I really feel like that shift is slowly starting to happen. Like I do too. I mean, if you th- even think about like the late '90s, early 2000s, when like skinny and mm-hmm. anorexic was like an actual trend, right? And now it is becoming more society based or it's Mm -hmm. more of a society norm to be strong right like that is so cool to me and that is a huge shift I mean you celebrate that but But there's still so much work to be done I think there's it's also like I love that strong muscular women have come to the forefront a little bit more recently but I also think it's also gone to there's still extreme yeah there's pressure to now only right strong and to have like perfectly chiseled abs and perfectly chiseled shoulders and there's like bikini competitions and things like that. So I think you could go on the other extreme where it's like people think they're being fit and healthy, but actually it's really still an unhealthy relationship with food and working out. Um, but yeah, I agree that yeah. if you look back to 10 years ago, 15 years ago, like we've definitely come a long way, but I think we have, so, work to so do. we have a lot more work to do. So, um, so yeah, self-talk mindset, um, using your platform to, mm-hmm. or whatever platform you have to like speak truth. Yeah. And be conscious of your words, you know, words like, are very powerful. Yeah. One thing that, um, always sticks out to me is like, we're supposed to like our identity, my, or I believe that our identity is how God sees us. So mm-hmm. if I believe that when God, there's so many times in scripture or just every, where God says he sees us as beautiful. He right. sees as children. He sees as chosen, as loved, as all those things. And I truly do, when I look at people, let's say I'm coaching a, a soul class or I'm coaching a access class. When I look at the people in my class, there's all different type body types in there. And I think every single one is beautiful. Mm-hmm. I truly do. Like I look at these women and I'm like, you're gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Curves and all. Or... Yeah sweat dripping down mm-hmm. you know your face and all like you're yeah. gorgeous yeah. and I truly believe that if we saw ourselves the way we saw other people it would change the game yeah if we and if we did that self-talk like that if we looked in the mirror and said you're gorgeous yeah you are too mm-hmm. like yeah. not just the people you coach but you too you are gorgeous yeah I mean how much would that 
I just... But I, like, actually believe it. And actually, you know? I, the more you say it, I think you do begin to believe it. Yeah. It's just, yeah. like, the more you read any... Or, and it's not being... It's a habit. It's not being conceited. Like, it's okay to... No, to you're not being, like, like, cocky. God like, wants us to love ourselves and, and treat ourselves with respect and and be grateful for what, what he's given us. Yeah, and it's always... I always think, it too, like, if you were to, like, go up to Picasso and, like, hold up his work of art and be like, this is trash this is disgusting I want to change this this and this and this right like you would never do that and that's kind of what we do with God Mm -hmm. I mean we present our body we squeeze our fat in the mirrors we we measure ourselves we try and get into a certain gene size because what we have is not good enough Mm -hmm. and that's what we tell him whatever you created not good enough trash that just gave me chills yeah it's so that yeah that rocked me a little bit but yet it's so true. And he's like, uh-uh. Yeah. It's a masterpiece. Mm-hmm. I, I posted this quote on my Instagram today because I'm so basic. From Sophia Bush, who I love. Oh, I was going to say you should read that today. Yes. I love her. And it says, you are allowed to be both a masterpiece and a work in progress simultaneously. Yes. Which is so true. You are a masterpiece already. It's, it's in your identity. It's who God created you to be. When you were created, masterpiece, boom, right then and there. Mm-hmm. You're also allowed to work on that yep. and, like, be and a little bit of a mess and yeah. improve and create self-discipline, create strong habits. You know, like, there's a balance that's so easy to get, um, I guess, distracted. There's a balance there that's healthy, but it oftentimes it distracts us into an unhealthy mindset. Right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. 100%. Fired up. I'm very fired up right now. <laughs> oh, I feel like we could go on and on. But I think I would like to end on um, some just tangible things that people maybe could walk away grasping, especially if you are someone that um, likes to to track progress or you're an achiever, maybe you're a three on the Enneagram. Yeah. Um, or just like some practical ways of, of tracking your goals and your progress without whipping out a scale, without measuring your body fat, without taking out the measuring tape. Mm-hmm. Um, and so hopefully this will help just give you those like boosts of confidence and something to be proud of and work towards other than looking in the mirror. Yeah. Um, so with that being said, two of those ways or three of those ways can be testing those other components of your fitness. So your, your strength, like if you notice when you're taking a class, you always grab the 25 pound weight for kettlebell swings and that's all of a sudden starting to feel really easy. Maybe you pick up the 35 this time around and Mm -hmm. that right there is progress. Or there's things like your five rep or your one rep max mm-hmm. what is the heaviest you can lift and then see what it looks like in another several weeks of of training yeah absolutely yeah. um same, same with, with running like yeah um, your cardiovascular strength if let's say you go and run a mile and it's nine minutes and you're like that's pretty good but then a couple mm-hmm. weeks later you run it's eight forty-five. Yeah. that's improvement or even just continuously jogging for 10 minutes and not stopping and not stopping and maybe you used to only be able to do it for seven yeah you know like there's so many ways to track good like legitimate progress Mm -hmm. that is progress um and there's also you know your muscular endurance as well which would just be like hey how long can you go holding a plank or something like that right um 
And then and another like numbers measurement that you can start to look at is your heart rate. So pretty much if you have a way of measuring your heart rate, I mean, everybody does with like a, a radial pulse or a, um, you know, the one on your neck. I'm drawing a blank right now. Um, like but, finger to your neck. Yeah. Carotid? Carotid artery? Sure. I forgot what the pulse itself is called. Anyway, um, or you, if you have an Apple Watch or a Garmin or um, a MyZone or whatever, start to look at what your resting heart rate is because the more aerobically fit you become, the lower your resting heart rate might get. Mm-hmm. Now it, uh, that is within genetics, but for the most part, you're going to start to see a shift there. And that's because your heart is getting stronger and more efficient, so it's going to have to pump less in order to get the same amount of blood throughout your body. Yes. Just to kind of put that in a more practical way. I see that with my one-on-one clients a lot because we wear heart rate monitors. Mm -hmm. Like the first couple of weeks that I'm training them, they get to the red zone, which is like highest heart rate zone, very quickly during cardio. And like after a couple of weeks, they'll be in the yellow during mm-hmm. those same movements. Yeah. And I'm like, this is your heart. You're mm-hmm. si- scientifically, this is your heart getting stronger. Yeah. Isn't that so cool? It's so cool. I love all that stuff. Um, and at the same time, as your resting heart rate is beginning to decrease, your maximum heart rate is going to increase because mm-hmm. your heart's going to get stronger. It's going to be able to beat faster um, and get that oxygen throughout your body at higher intensities. Yeah. So, um, whereas like somewhat, let's say, um, like for example, if you are 60 years old, your heart rate monitor is going to predict your maximum heart rate at that typical 220 minus your age. Right. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if you're 60 years old, it would be what one, hold on, 40. Wait. 160. 160. <laughs> Mad. I don't know what I'm doing. So 160. But if you are um, a 60-year-old that has been working out forever and you're super fit, you could very well get still into the 180s. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's because you have trained your heart to get there. So that's another another way of um, kind of tangibly tracking actual fitness. How strong is your heart? Yeah. That's what keeps us alive. That's a big deal right there. Um, so that is really cool. I don't want to get too, uh, like boring on you guys. Uh, another cool thing I think is yoga where I don't think yoga needs to be like a competition by any means because it's so not, um, but it is, it is a cool way to, to track so many different things from like your mindfulness to maybe child's pose used to feel really difficult for you and now it's so attainable in a resting pose or, Maybe one day you're able to get into a full split and have the mobility to do that. That's mm-hmm. huge. Or maybe you develop enough strength and balance to hold a headstand or a handstand or any type of crazy inversion. Um, I think there's so many ways within your practice to to just track your own, um, not necessarily track, but just see progress within your body Yeah, um, and in so many different ways. Um, and then lastly, just in your everyday life and your productivity, like what is your actual output? Are you getting so much more done in your work day? Are you gravitating toward, yeah, are you happy? Are you gravitating towards that three o'clock coffee a little bit less? Mm -hmm. Are you sleeping better at night? Are you finding yourself in a better mood and, and therefore your relationship with your spouse 
gets a little bit better mm-hmm. and stronger. Um, that, those aren't necessarily things that you can write down in numbers, but they're things that you can reflect on 100%. I mean, your productivity, you could. Yeah. How much you're getting done in a work day. Totally. So those are plenty of different tools and um, ways that we think you guys can... Measure your... St- yeah. Start implementing and into your life. Um, do you have any other ending... I mean, just with an ending note, I know this is just a lot of, there was like a lot of information, um, in this, in this episode. And I, I think all of it is so important, but at the end of the day, like we just want you to love the skin that you're in. And Mm -hmm. so, um, even though it might not look like it looks on some models in a magazine or on some people on TV or Instagram, like it is beautiful skin mm-hmm. and you're in it and steward that well. Take care right. of the body you've been given um, and also enjoy the life you've been given. Yeah. And on that note too, if, the, if there are any people in your life or maybe people that you follow on social media that are making you feel less than about yourself, like it's, or even like gyms that you go to or like things that like make you feel like you need to fit a specific mold like it's okay to unfollow them or find a different right. place to to work out or um just the people that you surround yourself with can really take a toll on that as well so um it's okay to be a little a little selfish in that yeah in that respect. take care so of you take care of of your mindset as well because like we said that's going to be the biggest the biggest shift yeah and if you ever need to talk with anyone about Anything you're feeling in your in your fitness journey or any struggles or successes that you might be having, we would love to hear mm-hmm. from you. Um, and you can email us at heartandsoulsolepodcast at gmail.com yes. or DM us uh, on our Instagram at heartandsoulpodcast. Yes. We also have a Facebook group. We do, yeah. So I can, wanted to touch you, on that. Yeah. Um, we have a private Facebook insider. It's called Heart Plus Soul S-O-L-E Podcast Insiders, I yeah. think. Um, and so you could just click to request to join and we will have to approve it just so we don't have we will, though. bots or anything. We will approve you. Don't worry. Yeah. Um, and we're going to start being a little bit more active on there with asking you guys questions, topics that you want to hear. Um, you can very well come on and talk about your thoughts on the episode, whether you agree with us or not, or yeah. things that you would like a little bit of guidance in. Um, so yeah, please go check that out. Use it as a place to communicate with the heart and soul sisters or brothers yeah if there's any bros out there some guys that listen as well i know michael listens (laughs) um and then there's about a month until the photography workshop that Catherine is going to be um working on with me so that is april 13th registration is still open if you are interested in learning about photography and learning about social media marketing um just how to work with clients and give them a good experience they're going to be going over so much, and it's just going to be a really fun day. And you get dinner, and you get to hang out with us, and yeah. it's just going to be a really great time. So if you have any questions about that, feel free to reach out on Instagram um, or our Facebook emails, all the things. Find us. And then, yeah, <laughs> you will find us. I know find, it's not that hard. I find And then you. lastly, um, thank you guys so much for helping us get a little bit closer to that rating and review goal. Mm-hmm. We're at 68. I mean, Woo! I feel like we're going to reach that 100 by hundy. June. Coming for you, hundy. So if you would please, um, when you get done with this podcast, give us a, a rating. 
give us a review. Let us know what you think, what you get out of this. And we love you guys so much. We seriously love you so much and hope you have the best week. We'll talk to you next week. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.